Welcome to Our Marriage Rocks, the podcast that celebrates love and partnership. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about secrets in a marriage. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it other? All of the above. I'm Shanice Cleckley, and we have... Oh, I'm LeBrian Cleckley. I was listening to the theme music in my head because I really like the theme music and I don't get to hear it before we start. So it just finished. Oh, I'm Lynn Cleckley. Pay no attention. With our marriage rocks. All the time to my husband because... Ready to rock some marriages today. Oh my goodness. One day he will come on air and we will record. And I'm going to leave this in on the edit because it's him and it's us. But today we're going to be talking about keeping secrets in a marriage. Is it bad? Is it good? Is it other? All of that good stuff because it's a problem. For me, I think it's a bad thing. Before we get started with that, I work from home, maybe like a lot of you out there. And most days I get dressed like I'm going into the office because I find that it makes me more productive. But sometimes I wear sweats and today is a sweat day. And I was pretty productive and I'm pretty comfortable too. And I know that was random, but I just want to share that. What in the world did that have to do with podcasts? Absolutely nothing. So you just want to let people know you're going to sweat? I did. So keep another personality. And again, if you've seen us on our visual podcast, so it's going to be on YouTube, on our visual podcast, you will notice that she has an issue with changing clothes based on what he has on. Let me tell you guys, he changed to this because he had on a different jacket. So he changed for the podcast to this jacket, and then he's matching me. So now we Bopsy Twins. Now who's random? You started the randomness first. You didn't have to Let's get back. Can we get back to the conversation? Sure. Okay. Conversation. You brought up the conversation, actually. You gave the teaser last week that we were going to discuss secrets. Yes. Now, why did you bring that up? Do you think secrets? No, because I'm pretty sure I was watching Shannon Sharp's YouTube video, YouTube show, or maybe I saw on his Instagram. I actually follow Shannon Sharp way more than I should. Shout out to Uncle Shay Shay. How you doing? Talk about. Uh, but he had a little story about some Instagram shenanigans involving. Oh wow, I should have researched. I should have had this written down. But involved a basketball player, a famous basketball player, whose wife. Uh, oh, was the OnlyFans person? Yeah, apparently okay. his wife. Was was had an OnlyFans account that hit that the, the ball player was not aware of. Now, since that time, we found that apparently the ball player's wife, before she got married to him, had been, shall we say, available, an adult entertainer. She oh. was a, she was a dancer. We'll put it that way. I think that's it. Can I say that? Dance. She's an adult dancer. Yeah. Okay. She was an adult dancer. I used to be a stripper. Oh, there you go. Now he's crossed the line. And, so, and I didn't take dollars. I took that. Go. Again. Go. 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 Okay, go ahead. See, it's just like, remember the Bobby and Whitney show? And everybody thought the issue was Bobby Brown until the show came out. And you said, it's not Bobby. It's Whitney. Remember, be mindful of, of that I, as you travel this this journey travel, with us. Travel. Anyway, okay, talk um, about Shannon Sharp and the day. It's with, go go ahead now. Keep finishing. But well, the the the, the 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 wife had been an adult entertainer in a previous life. I believe it was Shannon Sharp. It might have been Ocho Cinco. 
It might have been. I don't think so. It, remember, they, they do stuff together, Shannon and Ocho. Uh, when they were having the conversation. Yeah. Oh, okay. But somebody made the, the comment you can't make. I know that old saying. Yeah, we're not going to say it. That should mean. Uh, but it is what it is. Biblically, biblically there's some. There's some but you can't because Samson married the whole. No. No, what, Samson? Who was that? You know what? Who married the whole? We may have to stop and let me do research, but but okay. Meantime, anyway, go ahead. Point is, she she held she kept the secret from her husband, not about her being an adult entertainer, but about her having an OnlyFans. So that the question becomes: Should there be secrets in your marriage? Mm. I'm not gonna. What I've learned since I've been well, I've been married twice. <laughs> what I've learned is that no no two marriages are like. So, so are you giving credence to having secrets? In I'm not. Marriage? I'm not saying you're giving credence. I'm saying no two marriages are alike. Of course and not. If there's something about a marriage that works or benefits both parties, and then who am I to say whether or not that's right or wrong? I don't think secrets ever benefit both parties. Ever. Well, right. it, it 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 has to do with what you all decided at the beginning. I don't think. Well, I, what I tell you, what I don't think is I don't think at the beginning enough marriages spend times making decisions about what they're going to do or what they're not going to do. I don't think boundaries are set properly at the beginning. I don't think guidelines are set properly at the beginning, and you work them out and you attribute that to well, you know, yeah. that's being married and getting to know each other. But some of it's just because you didn't sit down and talk about what you like and the other person that. like. Funny you say that because you know me, the researcher. Bah, bah, bah. I did research of, I I wanted to know when is it good or when is it okay to keep secrets in a marriage? Because we know the bad stuff and we're over that too, but what are the good reasons to keep it? And I think there's a difference between secret and private. Secret is you just straight hiding it and you don't want nobody to know. Private is you want to keep something for yourself. That That's different okay but anyway here are the circumstances the number one thing was a surprise gesture keeping secrets such as if you're planning a surprise gift or something for your partner's excitement that's one reason which is not a bad reason the next one is personal boundaries which you were just thinking of what you were just going over it's acceptable to keep certain personal thoughts and experiences private if they don't directly impact the marriage or involve sensitive or private matters. Like, I can't tell you everything I'm thinking because sometimes they just for me to think. Well, that, that, that makes sense. I mean, what you're thinking as you're going through, you know, through conversations or through the course of a regular day, and, you know, sometimes you may think something about your spouse or I may think something about my wife that I probably shouldn't say out loud. And that's perfectly good to keep that to yourself. But that's when I came up with my, my book. I'm a writer. So I have a notebook that I call my, my vet book or my rage or angry book because I don't like like my regular writings and all this stuff. Anyway, so I have this book. And in this book, it is my first thought it is if there's a situation, I write whatever was happening. If I want to call him a name, if I want to call somebody else a name, if I'm angry about something, because I know this is the emotional response to what's happening. So if somebody read this angry notebook, then they would think I'm a horrible person. 
But I know what's my internal thoughts. It's not how I truly feel. It's the emotion involved. And somebody took the, read my notebook one time early in our marriage. No, I did not read that book. You did. No, I didn't. I specifically, once you told me what that book was, I specifically put it out of my mind about reading it. I thought you read a page. No. Oh. Well, I, I, because I didn't want to get mad. Yeah, you don't want to get mad. But then every Not time I, I write, what I you write. always look at me like, what you write? Yeah, because I need to know if it's going in that book. It may not go in that book. Well, then tell me it's not going in that book. But you don't need to know that because that's my personal to, thought. Yeah, I need to know if this is going in that book. I'm not asking you what the thought is. But if I see you writing it for some reason, I feel compelled to ask you, and it's something that's going in that book, you need to tell me it's going in that book. Mm. And I'll shut up and leave you alone. Anyway, number three, protecting privacy. Some individuals may have valid reasons to keep aspects of their personal history, health issues confidential to protect the privacy or well-being. To me, that goes into asking your spouse how many about what their body count is. Wait, if it's a personal health issue, then you need to share that with your spouse because. Whether or not you all decide to have children, if there's something about you physically that has happened or even emotionally that's happened, you need to share that because you don't want a situation to to arrive where there's somebody else that knows something that your spouse doesn't know. Well, in health, yes, I can see it in health. You do need to share with your spouse. And emotionally as well, because you have to think about how your spouse will feel. Because if your spouse is the one person that you've cleaved to, and again, we, we, we believe in Christ. We're, we're, we're Christ followers, God chasers. So we mm-hmm. bring a lot of things, look at things from a, from a, Biblical, maybe a spiritual, a spiritual standpoint. standpoint. Yeah. So if you believe that marriage is a spiritual union of two beings cleaving together, which is difficult enough as it is. Yeah. Um, because that, that, that whole become a law of flesh thing is it, it's it's hard. a challenge. It's hard. It's a challenge. But if you believe in that and that's something you're striving for, you can't keep an emotional truth. No, but I think if, but in this case, the, uh, it's a protecting privacy. There are certain things in my background that don't, even though I've actually told you everything, but there could have been certain things in my background that I didn't want to share with you. That has nothing to do with what we I can have together. Not wanting to, but you're going to. I will tell you what you don't want. Who you don't want to be is a spouse that didn't share when it comes up later. But that's if it's something that's going to affect the relationship. But everything will. Okay, we'll see. Okay, number four is temporary withheld withholding. In situations where sharing the secret immediately could cause unnecessary worry or stress, temporarily withholding information until appropriate time can be thoughtful and make a thoughtful decision. That's what my anger book is, is temporarily withholding this emotion and feeling until I can be more thoughtful with my thought. And again, it's a communication issue because you should be able to say that to your spouse and Preferably, your spouse will be able to say, well, all right. Because, and again, you have to be careful about that. Because what you don't want to do is have a situation arise where you're saying to yourself, this is pretty bad. I'm going to tell him or I'm going to tell her later. Mm -hmm. And him or her 
finds out before you're later a karate. Now, now that's true. You need to get it out there. So number five was preserving independence. Maintaining a degree of independence or personal space within a marriage can be healthy. And this might involve keeping some aspects of your life separate from your partner. What do you think about that? I think that's a good example of, well, there's a school of thought from generations past. I would say our our parents' generation and maybe our grandparents' generation. But that was secretive. And they were just downright secretive. They were more, they kept more secrets. They yeah. will tell you that, you know, marriage is one thing and marriage is that and the other. But when they're talking to you individually, it, it's a whole nother set. I mean, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're mothers out there that have told their daughters, you don't need to tell your husband everything. Don't tell your husband how much, that's the one. Don't tell your husband how much you make because he don't need to know what you got. Now, I know where it stemmed from. It stemmed from the fact that women had no rights. And there were many husbands who, and there still are some, but there were many husbands who used financial control over their wives. Because wives, not even that long ago, couldn't write a check, couldn't open a bank account, couldn't have a credit card. So having your own money was your own sense of purpose and necessity. I mean, that you couldn't do. So I understand what it I'm came not, from. I'm not, again, I'm not disagreeing right, but, the same in times past. Those, those conversations were had. And on the flip side, there's conversations where men were fathers or older men told their sons, hey, you know, this is how you, this is how you treat a woman. And, and, and this, you don't want, you're not going to let your woman do this. It's okay to do this as because you, you're the husband, you're the head of the household. It's perfectly fine for you to, and I heard this just the other day on Instagram, a couple of guys talking and the conversation was about something else altogether. And, and, the, and the guy said, you know what? No, I don't, I don't disrespect women at all, but, but I'll check a bitch if I got to. What? And, you How know, can the, you say that in the same sentence? The, the point is these were the kind of conversations that men had with other men, older men had with younger men. Older women have. But I think women. that they have those conversations to try to make you seem like you the the big dog in the house instead well, of understand there's a shared there's, response. There, there, that's exactly what happened. But however, without that caveat being set up front, hey, this is just in the bar. It's just up to us in the barbershop talking shit. And, and, and without talking, talking shit, without explaining oh. that Ooh, to the young, daddy, you come. Without explaining that to the younger men or without the younger men understanding that coming in. And, and sometimes older men that didn't do such a good job explaining that. Say, hey, this is what we're talking about here. Don't you go home and tell your mama I said that. Mm-hmm. Don't you go home and try to tell your wife what she can and can't do. I've, I've had an older woman or two say, you tell your husband everything. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I do. Okay, so. We know, those are the reasons. So yeah, and that's that's where this whole this whole concept with secrets began, I think, in that each the husband and wife were hearing advice that was not necessarily the best advice, right? But you do always, anytime you get advice, you have to weigh the good, the bad, and the ugly to see if it fits, and then make it fit for your situation. Well, when you're listening, when you're looking to get advice about things. Look at your source. If you're having issues with your marriage, 
you, you, the guy that cuts your hair might be a great guy, but, but have you ever met his wife? Have you ever seen him around town with his wife? Have you ever seen him on social media? That's some married people. I've never seen their spouses. I'm like, are they keeping their spouses secret? I, I just have an issue with that because we just we went to homecoming just this past weekend, and I know I know cats I went to school with, went to school with, and they're married. I know they're married, but when it's time for homecoming or it's time for football games or what have you, they don't. You know, their wives they travel with their wives, but when they get to the game, they go in opposite directions. Because mm-hmm. you got two different groups of friends. You got your sorrows, you got your frats or whatever. But at some point. Is that why we have dove love? So we can hang together and be constitutionally bad? No, it's because we're anti-social. Anyway. So, you know, but my point is, if you got an issue or you got, even if you don't have an issue, just if you want to hear some, some, some good stuff about a marriage. Or some good married people. Have some good married people. (laughs) It may not be your pastor. It may not be the, the deacon at your church. It may be. It could be any anybody. Group. Okay. So let's look at the reasons why it's bad. So I wanted to go over why it's good first or how it could be acceptable. Well, no, let's go back. That why? first reason you said why it was good. The acceptable? Acceptable. Surprise gestures? No. No so boundaries? That was a surprise gesture. Again, I, I go back to what I said at the top. Of so that means you're going to throw me a secret birthday party no, for January? I'm not. I'm, oh. well, so what that means is a communication. My wife likes She likes big things and being surprised. Not everybody does. So I do. She's told me she does, so she doesn't mind if I do that. No. She, she could have, if she said, hey, you know what I would prefer? I would prefer the X, Y, and Z. Well, if you said that, and then I, and then I go out and start planning this surprise birthday party, and not telling you something, or telling you one thing because I'm trying to get this other thing together. That's a secret. She might consider that a secret. Now she's upset, and now I'm upset because I was just trying to do a surprise birthday party, but it's my fault because she don't like surprises. She said yeah. that. That's if I didn't like surprises, but I do. So now I get a party. Oh. So let's go over some of the bad reasons. Okay, so let's go over some of the bad reasons. Shout out to Coco, the wonder dog, who has come up to our podcast loft and wants to be around us. (laughs) So here is a bad reason. When you keep secrets in a marriage or in a relationship, it erodes trust. I mean, that's just a given. Keeping secrets in a marriage can erode the foundation of trust and honesty. And transparency is essential for a strong, healthy relationship. That's just common sense to me. Because it goes into the next one, which is one that you... What are you doing? looking at my beard on the camera. Why? Because I'm sexy. We're doing the whole podcast. Okay. So then the next thing would be communication breakdown. So that's where that goes into. So... If you're going to erode trust, secrets lead to a breakdown in communication, making it difficult to address important issues. That's what you were saying before. Yeah. I mean, the, the ball player's wife, that's, that's a big secret. I don't know. I haven't heard her rationale. And honestly, I don't even know that that's our, my business. No. Because the, that whole thing is really an in-house issue. Yeah. 
So the next thing is, um, if you keep secrets, that you increase suspicion. So when one partner discovers that the other one is keeping a secret, it can lead to increased suspicion and insecurity, negatively impacting the emotional well-being of both individuals. There's a lot of syllables in that sentence. It is, but it does. Because when you get a sneaky suspicion, then it breaks down the communication, which then leads to eroding of trust. It all builds on top of each other. The next is a potential for resentment. So over time, you can resent that party for excluding them into the closeness or being deception and making you emotionally distant. And then number five is long-term consequences. Secrets have long-term consequences where it affects the marriage's stability, making it harder to resolve issues. So it just stacks on top of each other, one on top of each other. Secrets bury everything. Secrets make everything harder. The emotional distance, the physical distance, the suspicion, the result. So if you keep them, it just makes it harder to make your person, your your spouse, your person. It does. And two, see, two things need to happen. If, you, if it's if there's a situation that comes up and you've kept a secret, be it at be it on purpose, be it inadvertently, be it because you were trying to not hurt someone's feelings. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you keep a secret because you don't feel like hearing another person's mouth about it, at some point, you're going to have to reveal something like I think. Right. And two things have to happen. Number one, the person that's, that's kept the secret has to acknowledge that, hey, I did something that was outside of the boundary. Maybe I should say three things. Mm-hmm. First thing is you have to set up your parameters, your, bar- your boundaries, your marriage rules. And if the se- keeping the secret is outside of that, the person that kept the secret has to acknowledge it and has mm-hmm. to say, hey, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter why so much, but I did want to acknowledge that I broke our marriage rule. Yeah. And now that's if you have, I don't call it a rule, but a marriage guidepost, a marriage understanding criteria, because you do have an understanding with your spouse that you know they're not going to go forward, or or you come together with. Even if you don't talk about certain level. things, you know your spouse should. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's, but I have a secret to tell you. Or you have several secrets to tell me. Not to. I show my feet and I pour honey on them. Don't care. I would like to know been where the cash some, is. I, if I you do don't that. have any cash, then you need to do a different type of OnlyFans. But I've been doing something strange for the change. Yeah, if, if the change isn't coming through, then you need to figure something else out. I'm just saying, whatever it is that you're doing needs to be thought of. Well, I tried my best. The other thing that needs to happen, after you, the person A, the secret, the secret holder, what has said that? What then it becomes, and it becomes imperative on the person that the, the, the secret was held from. They, they, I think they need to they need to accept apology and Ooh. begin taking and begin taking steps to heal themselves from the hurt. And now that's do that true. together, but you're putting a lot of responsibility on the person that it was affecting. Well. You have to. The person that was affected has to because they're the ones that hurt. And yeah, you, but that's you one thing to hurt, forgive is another thing to forget. But again, you have to know you, you're going to have to start working on that. Otherwise, it will fester you. It will keep coming back up. It will keep bothering you. You find yourself on a run thinking about 
or driving to work thinking about it, having lunch thinking about it. But that's what I mean. It's hard to forget. And that person who did the offending or held the secret truly needs to know that your spouse may want to continue to ask questions. Right. And don't say, well, aren't you over it yet? You should have forgiven me. But this goes into a whole nother, nother thing about forgiveness and asking for forgiveness. But you're, when you get into the secrets, if you are earnest and true with it, then yes, I would advise to forgive for that person. Right. And, 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 and begin to work on forget. And that may require you to seek outside. You might have to seek a therapist, some counsel. Therapy is good, y'all. I'm telling you. The is fine. And again, it may be somebody that you don't, wouldn't, would never think of as giving you counsel. You may have to get professional therapy. I mean, when, because this is our second marriage, one of the things that we did when we went into our marriage is we vowed in order to always do enrichment, whether it's just some kind of way, going, going to a therapist, going to marriage conferences, doing things, so much so where we became so dedicated to we teach it now. We help people. We're marriage enthusiasts because it does take responsibility and work in order to evolve with your spouse, in order to have a good marriage. So that was one of our ground rules, is always to work and enrich our marriage and to make sure that we do it together. Right? Yeah. All right. Any other lasting or last words you want to say about secret? You know, when I was growing up, there was a nightclub called Secrets. So if any <laughs> of my friends are out there and remember the Secrets nightclub, you know, one time I for never secrets. got to go. One time for secrets. It was one time for the fountain blue. Oh, limelight. One time for the limelight. So that's only for the people who are from South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, who know about that. But really, any other parting word? No. All right. So that's this week's episode of Our Marriage Rocks. We talked about secret and five reasons why they may be okay. Not necessarily right, but where it may be okay. And those five reasons are surprise gestures, personal boundaries, protecting privacy, but temporary withholding and preserving independence. But there's always a caveat with all of them. And there are some five reasons why it is not good to have secrets because it erodes trust. Communication may break down. It increases suspicion, potential for resentment and long-term consequences. So thank you for coming to this episode of Our Marriage Rocks. Remember to please click and subscribe to our podcast, download the episodes, share it with a friend, give us a five-star rating. The YouTube channel will be up soon, so you'll be able to see us as we're building this platform. And look out for us on different speaking events and sign up for our page at www.ourmarriagerocks.com. So until next time... Thank you so much, and we'll see you again.